0: So I was thinking about what to share with you this morning. It's really difficult to know what to leave out, what to include. There's just so much, isn't there, in our stories. And, uh, uh, but I guess what really is, um, flows through all is the grace of God and the goodness of God to each one of us. And uh, I just want to say thank you to the Lord, first and foremost, this morning for his goodness to us, to you, to me, to the churches that we're involved in. It's his grace, isn't it? that enables us to see so many wonderful things happening. Okay, very quickly, because I'm conscious of time. Um, so if you've never heard the story of Penhill and the church there, let me give you a very quick potted history. Um, we started three years ago in September, and it uh, was as a result of a lot of prayer, thought, and negotiations and all sorts that took place uh, in the years leading up to that. And it really came out of the fact that um, many years ago we started Good News for Swindon and lots and lots of church leaders and and God's people gathered together to encourage one another, to pray for one another. And that came out of itself a sort of a sense that, listen, God's with us all. God's at work in all our churches God loves his people and he wants to bless the town of Swindon. And can we do more together than we can on our own? Absolutely. And a conviction personally I have, which is this. If God's saying something to Gateway, he's not going to say something different to me. God's not confused about his purposes for Swindon. God loves the town of Swindon. And he's going to speak to us in a common language, if you don't mind me saying so, that we can all work together and encourage one another. And it was from that perspective and looking at, really, when looking at Penn Hill, one of the things I've always felt on my heart is this. Every community deserves a lively, gospel-believing church. Every community. Because we want people to hear the good news about Jesus, don't we? We want everyone in this town to have the opportunity to hear about Jesus and to be able to follow him and to, and to know his love and salvation. I don't know about you, but my life has been completely changed by the gospel. I was a 15-year-old skinhead, far from God, involved in a gang, and God rescued me. He saved me. He delivered me. I'll never forget that. My whole family became Christians all in the, in the same year. My dad, he was 40 years old, driving a Kipling Cakes van. He used to work for Kipling Cakes. And uh, he was rolling himself a cigarette and he couldn't think of a way to cut the ties of sin in his life. And suddenly God came into his life on the M4 motorway, driving from Ammanford to Swansea. And he went into work and he said, I'm not drinking anymore and I'm not smoking. And they all said to him, well, what is there then? <laughs> he said, there's Jesus. <laughs> and his life was changed. That was on the Monday of the Apostolic Church Convention. And on the Sunday, because it was a week-long convention, my brother and I both became Christians. He walked down one side of the aisle, I walked the other, and we both became Christians unbeknown to each other, responding to the gospel. My sister became a Christian three months later. My mum had become a Christian before that. We had no understanding of the gospel prior to that. God saved us, how good God is. And that's where my journey started. But I've always believed that everyone needs to know about Jesus. Everyone needs the opportunity. So we started Penhill, and it was a coming together of four churches in particular, but more than that, others as well, with a, with a desire to pray for us and support us. Gateway Church, Discovery, Gorse Hill Baptist, North Swindon Baptist. And praise the Lord. i would love to see Jason here today from Light and Life um, as well. Gypsy Fellowship came along and were part of us. How wonderful God was to us where we began the work there and has been since that time. And many people have had the opportunity to hear the good news concerning Jesus. and Many have responded to the message. There have been many weeks when new people from the estate and sometimes wider afield have attended our services and God has been at work. And you can tell, isn't it wonderful, when someone hears the gospel for the first time and they hear it and they understand it and it's such a joy. And it doesn't matter about their background. It doesn't matter about what their past has been. Let me tell you, God's got a place in his heart for everyone. And even last Sunday, I was thinking about this. I was coming last Sunday. There were two mums and their children in church. And it was, you could tell it was the first time they've ever been to church. Because when we were singing the songs, the girls were looking at mum going, what are we doing? <laughs> Why are we sitting here whilst we sing these songs to a strange person we know nothing about? That's what it's like though, isn't it? When you're preaching the gospel to people who've never heard never been in church, has no church background at all or culture and I tell you that the joy of seeing people respond to the gospel and seeing how it is changing their lives. Let me tell you the gospel is the power of God to save people and set them free and you know sometimes when you've been a Christian a long time it's easy to forget what God has done but we serve a living God don't we? A God who changes lives, a God who forgives sins and gives people the gift of everlasting life. Oh, sorry, I get excited when I think about these things. (laughs) Okay, um, we've been able to see me, help many families connected through Safe Families, and again, these are lovely connections that we've got with Gateway Church and the work that's done here, and Safe Families and how they've connected us with people who've had real needs to to, to, to be helped, and we've been able to get involved in that. In January 2021, we took possession of the Gospel Hall on Penn Hill Drive. We invested 22 and a half thousand in renovating the building, and we received exactly that amount of money and gifts. To the church. That's amazing to me. I was treasurer of it at that time and um, every penny we spent came in and that was from ex- external sources as well as within. Uh, God is so good isn't he? I, me I was just like wow okay. Uh, you know I'm confident in our time at Penhill God has given us the opportunity to speak to at least a hundred people who I think have probably never heard the gospel before and I don't just mean in a scattergun approach, in a one-to-one conversation, or they've responded to the preaching of the gospel and we'd have able to follow that up with them. It's been absolutely amazing to me. I don't think I've ever been in such a fruitful time of ministry in that sense, of seeing God's heart for people and seeing how people who don't have that hope of Christ have never been brought up in church and yet have discovered that there's a God who loves them. Um, Just a a few things I've just shared there about that. And that doesn't even take into account the, the work that Kevin and Dawn have been doing in food share. Spearheading that in Chippenham Close in the Valley every Friday afternoon. And if you want to point to anyone, anyone rather, to the sacrificial and loving action of the church today, point them to what happens in Chippenham Close every week. Lives are enriched today in Penn Hill and beyond by that act of love and service alone. This is what the church is about, isn't it? It's reaching out with the resources that heaven has given us to touch the lives of others who are less fortunate. And when I mean that, I don't just mean they're less fortunate in that they don't know Jesus and the joy of that kind of relationship, but also that they're struggling with just life itself and the challenges of life in this world we live in today. And the church is doing what it should do to reach out to people with compassion and in practical ways. I'm a great believer in practical Christianity. In September 2020, a year after starting, the Lord sent a young couple trained in ministry to Pen Hill, David Charles Clark and his wife Anna Rett. They were both trained already in mission outreach and David has now taken over responsibility for leading the church. God's timing in this has been wonderful to me personally, and a real encouragement. He's currently working one day a week for the church, but soon to be two days a week. He's employed, by the way, by Gateway Church, another thing that you kindly do for us. Thank you very much. Um, And uh, we thank God because as we are growing, so we're able to do more. And soon we'll be employing Faith O'Sullivan for one day a week as a a church worker. Because the doors of opportunity there are opening all the time. I'm amazed how God is opening door after door after door. And he's given us favour with people in the estate. I'm telling you, God loves the people of Penn Hill. And he's got a great plan for them. I believe that. And I believe our church is going to grow and grow. And I am believing God's compassion is being shown to all those folks there. Hallelujah. I want to say thank you to Gateway again for sending such wonderful families to work with us. Hubert and Rebecca DeVos. They've worked with us so hard and they're such a great family. I want to tell you, thank you, Gateway. Thank you for Kevin and Dawn, of course. (laughs) It goes without saying. Wonderful family. Look, you've sent us some really wonderful families and we really thank God for what you've done. And this brings me to my key point. I know they may be embarrassed by me saying it, but I want to say how wonderful it's been to have Colin and Nigel's support and their families. What a blessing. I'm embarrassing them now, but I want to say we would not be where we are without their love and support and all the practical things that they've done to help us. Penhill is your church. I mean that. It's your church as much as it's the church I'm part of. Because without you, we would not exist. Without what you've done and put into it, we would not be running. I have a real sense of confidence in God that we are just beginning the journey there. And God's favour is on Am I allowed to say that? God's favour is on us. Can you say that? God's favour is on me. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach good news to the poor. Amen. How wonderful God is. I want to tell you, God's still compassionate towards people. He still loves people. He loves you. And he loves people also in Penn Hill. And it's wonderful to see. And it's such a joy to be part of it. I've learned in my experience this, though. There's ups and downs in church life. Is that right? There's victories and moments when you're on the hill. And there's moments when you're in the valley. (laughs) And I've learned through all this. I said, Lord, I'm just going to celebrate the victories of the past. I'm not going to worry too much about today and what today looked like. But I'm just going to say thank you for all that's being done. And I just want to encourage some of you today. Maybe you're in a tough spot right now and you're thinking, do you know what? Life's not going so well at the minute. Well, I just want to encourage you. Remember what God has done in the past for you. Just think about that. Those things are not lost. They're there. Those victories, if I can say it like this, are in the bank of heaven. <laughs> and God will be with you again and is with you now and will bring you through. Next week, we're sending our first missionary from Penn Hill to the Middle East to serve God, almost fully supported by the Penn Hill Community Church. I think it was Rick Warren who once said, it's not your seating capacity, but your sending capacity that defines the health of a church. Gateway Church is part of that because we are part of you. I felt from the beginning that God spoke into my heart. Tom. I won't let this work in Penhill fail because I want people to know the power of people working together for my kingdom. I felt that. It's a lovely thing to be involved in something thinking it's not down to me. (laughs) You get where I'm coming from that, yeah? It's like God said he's going to bless it, so that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm just great. I'm along for the journey. I'm enjoying it. But the promises of God are yes and amen, aren't they? The promises of God are so faithful and true. And we stand on those promises even when we have a bad day. Knowing that it's God's work. It's God's kingdom that he's building. And he won't let it fail. And we're involved in that. And God is faithful and God is good. So just in conclusion of this section. Good, oh my goodness, right, okay, got 10 minutes left. What can you pray for us? Pray that God's favour in bringing many Christ, non-Christians and non-church people will continue. I can can just say that to you, we've had unusual favor in that sense. God has been sending people every week near enough to our church. There's hardly been a week when we haven't had somebody new coming in and hearing about Jesus. That's unusual from my point of view. Sorry, that was just my experience. Would you pray that that favor from God will continue? Pray that we'll be able to effectively disciple those who come, remembering that some of them have never been inside a church before, have no background in Christianity whatsoever. It's all brand new for them. really is. I remember one service we had. It was just one of those lovely services. You ever have those services? It's lovely. It's so open. God's at work. And and everybody's coming forward and sharing. And there's just that sense of, You know, just openness about it. And one lady is the first thing to the church. And she got me, she said, it's like Alcoholics Anonymous, this, isn't it? Everybody's getting up and talking. And I was like, yeah, it is. And it's wonderful, isn't it? That's how God's family is meant to be. Where people can come and they can share and be open and honest about the journey that they're on. There are no rights and wrongs in that sense. God's working in our lives in different ways. But the point is, God is working. And that's exciting, isn't it? Um, I remember hearing a story, sorry, very off the point, a little bit here, of a lady who'd just become a Christian. She was quite an elderly lady. She'd never been in church all her life. She used to go to bingo all the time. And she got so excited in church one day about her face, She shouted, bingo! 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 You know, hey, it's okay, isn't it? The point is, that uh, she just didn't have the language, but she had the joy. <laughs> Pray that God will help us to navigate the many doors of opportunity He has given us with wisdom. I think, like the Apostle Paul, many doors have opened to us. Pray that God will help us to know which ones to go through. Um, that, that's, that's exciting to me. That's a, it's a great thought. And I believe, if I can just say a few things, one day, not too distant future, there'll be people up here testifying from Penhill community about the grace of God, about the goodness of God, to each of you, telling you what God has done in their life. It's happening. It's happening. And and because I don't really want to mention names, because you may get to know them one day, I just want to tell you some amazing stories of what God has done. One lady, single lady, five children, very young lady. What a challenge for her, I mean, bringing up five young children. Her husband was abusive. He's been banned from coming near the home. But she's looking to God to help her. She's bringing up her children to know Jesus. And I always think the exciting thought of that is think of those children, just for a minute. Their destiny has changed. Their story has been rewritten. They'll grow up in a home where Jesus is Lord, where he's honoured, where the Bible is read, where Christ is honoured. They'll be given an opportunity to know Jesus and not know fear. They'll be given an opportunity to walk in the ways of Jesus. And who knows, they may become, I don't know, the next Billy Graham, whatever. You never know what God can do. And sometimes I think we need to see the potential in everyone's life. The potential that the grace of God can transform people's lives and give them a different story i just ask you, perhaps I won't preach now, done enough. I just want to challenge you this morning. What are you doing to serve the Lord? I encourage you. The Lord is with you. The Lord wants to use you. He wants to anoint you to speak to people in your world. Let me tell you, the gospel is still the power of God to save people. It's still the power of God to save people. Say that with me. It's still the power of God to save people. God loves people in our country today. is still the gospel, the favor of God is on our nation. It still is, friends. Every time someone becomes a believer, that's an expression of God's favor. Is that right? Has God made your life miserable? Has God ruined your life? Not at all, has he? He's brought joy in the Holy Spirit. He's pr- brought purpose. He's brought meaning. He's brought um, family. He, he, there's so many blessings, aren't there, that the gospel brings us. And again, that's what we're seeing in Penn Hill, is people's lives being redefined by the touch of God upon their life and the coming of God's word. And I encourage you today, in just in closing, because I don't know everyone here. Maybe you've come to this church for the first time today, And you don't yet know Jesus. Can I say to you, he's the greatest thing in all the world. When I was 15, as I said, and I was far from God, I had a terrible mouth on me. I was involved in a gang. But I realised I went to this small Welsh chapel, believe it or not, and it was the only one that was English-speaking because I was brought up in a Welsh chapel. We spoke Welsh. And my uncle came down. He was a born-again Christian. We didn't know what that meant, but we thought we'd better go to an English-speaking church then so that he can... Enjoy it. It was a gospel believing church. And my brother and sister went and they came back and they said, Tom, we enjoyed church. I said, You can't enjoy church. I said, I've been to church for years. I've never enjoyed it. You cannot enjoy church. So I thought, I'm going to go and investigate. And I did. And you know what? I found this. They had something that I didn't have. I can only describe it that way. It's as simple as that. Those people in a little Welsh chapel in the middle of nowhere had something I didn't have, and I knew I wanted it. That's all it was for me. And I remember, because I used to go to the RE lessons, and I used to throw paper at the teacher. I was the most disruptive kid in the class. And I remember, she was a born-again Christian. I found her afterwards. And that year, the year it was the first year of my GCSEs, I was a nightmare. The following September, because I got, became a Christian in the August, I sat at the front in rapt attention. I wanted to know all about the Bible. And she couldn't believe it. And that's the transformation that Jesus makes in our lives. And I want to say to you today, maybe you're here as a curious inquirer. Open your heart to the Lord. Ask him to step into your life. Ask him to give you a fresh start. Our God specializes in giving people a fresh start. Maybe you're a Christian and you've been walking with Jesus many years and you're going through a tough time. God can give you a fresh start. He really can. He can give you a new start. I was reading only this morning to finish in Jeremiah 29, for I know the plans I have for you. These were words that God spoke to a nation that at that time was under siege and was in a desperate place. God says, I've got plans to prosper you, but you need to give me your life. You need to give me the reins of your life. Because if you give me the reins of your life, I'll give you the blessings that come when I'm at the centre. Let's pray, shall we?